Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. Hello, everybody. It's time for the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. I'm joined with Jer- and John, uh, Joe and Jeremy tonight. Well, I was hoping to have jo- uh, Steve on, but I guess... Uh, uh, other underlying issues couldn't get them here, but we're doing a special uh, edition because uh, we just broke a thousand plays. I think it was like last week sometime. Like, uh, and we had to talk about AEW Revolution, so I figured we might as well talk it to and talk about it today. But I figured, knowing that uh, uh, trying to figure out an idea on what to talk about for like a special version of the show. And I figured that that the Mount Rushmore of pro, of pro wrestling, everybody probably has like a different like set of them. Like, uh, and I was thinking myself at least to have five different uh, wrestlers from like different eras being involved. That way you're not like, oh, Hogan, Macho Man, Bret Hart, you know, certain people from like each uh, time mostly because I all I've always thought of like when it comes to Mount Rushmore or pro wrestling, it would be like one from each era that just like stuck out to you or yeah, um, you thought was the best at the time. Yeah, and like I was telling you, I've got seven different eras. So when I don't know how you we're going to structure this as far as is each person going to go over there. Well, I mean, I was figuring we were just going to start spitballing. At first, I figured we would start at the 80s, right? And then, because, I mean, I don't think that we should mention, because especially I think I grew up watching the 80s stuff, so I don't want to talk about Carl Gotch. I think it's Carl Gotch from, like, the 50s and shit. Yeah, and we're not. My, my, my era started in the 80s, so that's the, probably that's, where... Uh, and I think we're all of the same ilk when it comes to that anyway. So that's why I figured we would start at the 80s and go upwards because we've been watching it for since the 80s, really, it seems like. Yeah, because I did. Well, I didn't start in the 80s like you guys did. I, I came in the Attitude Era, but I kind of structured mine for five, which was the 80s, like WWE. I call it like I think Steve or someone mentioned is WWF. So I called it WWF. Uh, new generation attitude, ruthless aggression, uh, ruthless aggression area, and then modern. Yeah, that's, that's how I broke and, that, and that's mostly why I was thinking about doing it by the decades at the time too, because of what's it called? I was just thinking because how they have some have been in multiple eras, right? Like Hogan's been in like pretty much most of the eras, I think. Yeah. He, he, and so, he was, so I mean, like it's hard to like say like certain people. So that's why I was like. And then I figured we'll start off with the 80s and then, like, we'll discuss certain people and just keep going through the decades or whatever. So, like, for me, for mine, my first pick would be Randy Savage. That's, like, my all-time favorite, like, uh, 80s guy. Hmm. Like, no matter what happened, I would definitely... Because I can't say Hogan's in my list because I fucking hate Hogan. And I'll go. Um, it's not, and it's not like I I hate Hogan. I shouldn't say like just oh fucking sucks, but n- no, like how much he politicked to stay on top for as long as he did. I I get the whole uh, being 
pretty much he was the top name at the time for ages after Bruno was gone, right? So, like, a lot of people would probably mention Hogan in the list, but then, to me, when I'm like, uh, most names that I associate with the 80s has to be Randy Savage. Like, yeah. and that's why... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, that's what's funny is you're talking about that my pick in this my first era was Hulk Hogan it, there, there's, no, there's no it's, and it's not even close for me because there was nobody that touched that dude in the 80s well yeah that's, <laughs> and, what, that's what I'm even, saying it's like and even early 90s you can say you know the NWO when he flipped in WCW was one of the biggest moments in WCW. I mean, it, yeah, that was in the early yeah. 90s, right? So that's pretty much what I'm going for. You know, it's from about 80s to about the early 90s, like 1993-ish. Yeah, it was I, Hulk Hogan, period. And that's I why I can't say... Not just me. Sorry, like I said, I don't disagree with you, Jared, uh, Josh. I mean, Randy Savage, you could say Ultimate Warrior, Roddy Roddy Piper... There's oh, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. There's so many dudes that you could pick from. And I felt like it was kind of a cop-out to mention Hogan, right? Like, or, like, it, it just it seems like no matter what, if it was, like, uh, if they would go by certain people, that they would be the Mount Rushmore. It would probably be main ones. would probably be Hogan. Then it would be Stone Cold. Possibly even The Rock, but I mean, if we're going to do all eras, it would probably be like Hogan, uh, Stone Cold, John Cena, and probably right now, Vince McMahon would probably say Roman Reigns of our era, but hell no. Hell no. But yeah, like well, that's well, probably what they would go by well, for well, that. Well, what was Joe's thought? He was starting to talk yeah. about what his... Yeah, sorry, that's what I was saying. I cut him off. <laughs> yeah, I actually agree with Jeremy. I did I did Hulk Hogan only because, because like I said, I broke it from 80s, attitude, and then kind of the 80s, then the new generation where Hogan was not there, but he he hadn't quite did the NWO yet. And so for my first pick, I pick Hogan. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Josh, a little bit. That's kind of a cop-out. But only because Hogan's the one who... He he stole the superstar Billy Graham's gimmick from what I if I remember correctly. Like his character was somewhat based on his. And he kind of took it and ran with it. And he's the reason like the 80s boom happened. It was Hulk Hogan. It was Vincent Mann and Hulk Hogan. So that's why I feel like he's he kind of has yeah. to be there. Yeah. And even though I as a as a wrestler Randy Savage is definitely a better wrestler than Hulk Hogan. Um, pretty much any of them are. I mean, you can make an argument for Andre the Giant for being in that time, too, because at WrestleMania 3 and stuff oh, like yeah. that. The only thing is, he but, wasn't there long enough. I mean, no, that's, he was, that, that's he my only thing is, you know, Hulk Hogan was there. for, And that's from my perspective, is I thought about Andre the Giant, too. But I think because... The whole big thing again was when Andre fought Hulk Hogan, and yeah, yeah I mean, oh, so yeah. it's like you know when you talk about all that stuff, Hulk Hogan was almost involved in every single one of the <laughs> at that time frame. It was him. And, oh yeah, and that so was, well, that's and that was probably by his design. Oh, yeah, or or Vince's because that was like so. when when WrestleMania first started was during that era. Right. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's really, uh, it, it was really Vince's push, just like it pretty much is with everybody. I mean, they got to be able to take it and run with it. Right. But you got, you, you know, if they're not able to, it's going to be whoever actually picks that up. And Oh yeah. And that's uh, why I think that Hogan uh, was able to person. Uh, I don't know if it should be called persevere or like he was able to go for as long as he has. Mm -hmm. Right. Like uh, that's why I felt like saying Randy Savage for mine, just because like really the mega powers at the time, like they were super huge at the time. Like mostly the only difference is Randy Savage played mostly heel for a lot of his like stuff. There was only, a few years that he was like a face up until like he was a commentator, but uh, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and like it was always like uh, the antithesis kind of of like Hogan. Sure that they had Ted DiBiase, and I think that uh, Ted DiBiase was more of like probably his rival in a, a lot of ways because he ended up doing uh, he had Andre at one point and he had like pretty much most of the villains that uh, Hulk Hogan faced really at the time. Like, and so that's what, but I mean, like, he's wrestled against so many people, like, and, uh, Bobby Heenan and a bunch of other people. So that, but like my main thing, why I picked Randy Savage over Hogan was mostly because I knew it was going to be like, no matter what, most people would pick Hogan more than anything, like over any other superstar. Really, because a lot of the, like, Hogan was, like, the main reason why a lot of people ended up even watching wrestling. I mean, that's why there's certain other people on my list that I yeah, have to mention. Yeah, too. and then, so, <laughs> yeah, so with that, where are we going next? Is it 90s, I guess you said now? Yeah, yeah, I would say the 90s, yeah. And, and like, and, the, and there's the main thing is, like, I think it was early '90s for Bret Hart, right? I think it was. Yeah, early so 90s I'm gonna say yeah because I have a couple of breakouts for the '90s, so I'll talk about that when I, when I yeah. go through mine. Like because there's some where you Attitude Era fell in uh, that section, but oh, then yeah, there was also what, the saying, the yeah. new generation that was, was like, part of that too. Yeah, I did mine as the new generation, and then I made a pick for the Attitude Era. And that's, that's mostly how- why for like the yeah. the one that I picked, I picked Bret Hart for mine for <laughs> this time because like it made sense for it too because like he was the like once Hogan was done. I mean, granted, like Ultimate Warrior and stuff, but I really enjoyed Ultimate Warrior at the time. But like still, when it came to like a top guy at the time, especially at that moment where like they didn't push many smaller guys a lot right like barely if at all so i was like uh, i just knew that i would have to mention bret hart on here mm-hmm. a lot of people would be like oh my god like no bret hart like and steven larson and a few others well, just do not care yeah, for bret hart uh, but. and i'm in that same breath so i'm glad you mentioned bret hart, bret hart because my pick I- was for the new generation portion, which I'm saying is up to about 1997, would be Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So, you know, and, and Undertaker could be pushed in that part too, but I would. You could definitely put Taker um, in the new generation. But yeah. I'm going to have to say Shawn Michaels because of his um, stuff with Bret Hart <laughs> at that point. Uh, and. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. And those others, yeah. um, but I get yours with Bret Hart. But um, I just felt I I never cared for Bret Hart. I think he was one of those that was. See, that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah like, so I think it's I, funny I, we go with that because you didn't care for Hulk Hogan, so you didn't pick him. And in this generation, yeah, I, I didn't pick Bret Hart because, on it too. Well, I didn't pick Bret Hart because I didn't care for Bret Hart. So that was so I'm kind of going the yeah, same path yeah. with that one. But yeah, I I was torn between the two. I think both Bret Hart and HBK are both really strong contenders for the new generation because they both contributed quite a bit and they carried that division they when carried, they had like yeah. fucking no one they had the fucking mantar i mean really yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they the were, fucking gobble uh, the, yeah, that was one of the Come worst on, eras they in had, yeah. wwe if, to if me um, and that, and I can shit. see why wcw started to pick up based on what they had oh oh um, yeah because, because they were getting yeah, and I think that the tide, um, like to get off su- a subject a little bit, but like I think that's why it's kind of correlating now, too, with AEW. Yeah, is that it's kind of like they're growing staler and staler by the minute, and that's why AEW and uh, like they're trying to do what they're doing now, where they're trying to compete by having impact with them and New Japan with them and doing stuff where they're gonna. That and that's the main thing that I would think of. Like, if you would beat WWE, I don't think you could 
anyway, but like if you're pretty much going to try to compete with them, have all of the uh, the other uh, brands come together and try to take them out. Really, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I actually I think I would probably lean towards Shawn Michaels right now. I agree with the WWE is getting stale because it was it's kind of like one of these conversations we were having off subject about like the mark like the economy and stuff like i think competition is good for business and the fact that wwe went so long without any real competition they just grew super complacent and super like lazy yeah and it's and it's starting to bite them in the ass and it's starting and, to show again that's mostly why i yeah, was mentioning it it's because, because like, yeah um look at what's going on with them right now they're they're um that for being so stagnant, they're still super successful. Uh, they just signed a was a billion dollar deal to put the network on Peacock. So now all of us that have the WWE network have to sign up for Peacock. Yeah, but we save money. Pay at least. It's... You do if you do the four ninety nine. It's it's supposed to be ad supported, but I don't know how that was going to work with the pay per views because they can't show and they're you know you're not going to be like watching like WrestleMania in the middle of a finishing move you know oh yeah commercial for peloton or some other bullshit well if anything (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if they do the same exact shit that they do now where like it's like the end of the match and then they cut to a commercial or some shit like they'll probably be what they'll do they gonna be probably be like hey we'll be right back but i was still shocked to see there was an option you could get it for five bucks i'm like really Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when we're paying ten now, I mean, so it's like you know. I mean, yeah, gra- I mean, yeah. granted, they'll get more eyes on them, really. If at the end of the day, well, it'll get more. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, Peacock, it's but... smart actually on their part because you know yeah, they'll get people know. that normally wouldn't subscribe to wrestling, possibly seeing. Yeah. It. So. Yep. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm gonna get to like watch it this year because with my new my new job i work so late and i have to go to bed so early like i'll probably only get to watch the first couple hours of it i hope they don't go like four or five hours each night like oh yeah well elimination chamber was only an hour and a half from what i saw yeah i know right yeah i'm like so maybe if they uh, did like two nights where it's like two dude it looks like they're doing a four night thing where they're doing takeover in two nights and then wrestlemania in two nights that's yeah, what I saw, and I was like, be, "Oh my god, why?" And it's all <laughs> going to be on Peacock. Yeah, and I know we're kind of getting off subject because, but it leaned into like, like you know, the new generation was like a low point for WWE, WWF at the time, and now it's like they're kind of in that spot again. They have some good talent. It's kind of like I've been watching this other reviewer who talks about wrestling. He's called Wrestling Bios, and if if you y'all should check him out too. I'm talking about you. Well. You too, Jeremy and Josh. Um, he's doing a recap of the Monday and any listeners, but I'm mostly saying it because we're talking about it. He was talking about like, because the new generation is when WCW started gaining momentum. And then 96, you know, they, they did the New World Order. And like, it was really weird because like the main event in WCW wasn't all that much to talk about. It was like Hogan and Ric Flair, like people even then we're st- tired of seeing the same people in the main event. Whereas WWE had a really good main event with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And the, Razor they didn't have a good mid- shit. Yeah. He had Razor and, but they, and, but they didn't have a good mid card. Whereas WCW started bringing in the likes of like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko. And so like that, they had a really good mid card and even watching Nitro back in the day, the, the beginning of Nitro was almost always better than the after part of Nitro because they had, that's when all the luchadors and the mid, the light, the heavy, the lightweights were on. Yeah. It's all the, the, not the luchadors, the, yeah, well, I guess the, the cruiserweights. I mean, cruiserweights, luchadors, pretty yeah. much the same thing. I mean, to a degree. And so, and, and I think that's one thing that hurt WWF back in the mid 90s. But I would say the reason, I guess, you know, that actually kind of makes my argument for Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was the first kind of like non-cruiserweight to kind of do like the cruiserweight stuff. And so at least the one, maybe not the first, but maybe the first that made it 
you know, brought it to more people. Well, he was also the yeah. best worker so, in the ring, regardless of anything else. Well, he was, was, yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I was, I was saying, like, that's why I figured that, uh, like, I, I was trying to go against the grain for most of mine was because I was trying to be, like, a little bit different because I figured that Shawn Michaels and some people, like, were, like, no matter what, they are going to be mentioned. Like, Undertaker Yeah, my next one like, was my hardest. My next there. one was my hardest. My, mine are for, probably, except for maybe... Except maybe like for ruthless aggression, I think all mine are pretty like run yeah, my, standard. And that's only because I really do feel like yeah. My next one was a little difficult to pick because they could have picked a, a few, and especially there were two that I could have yeah. you could have went between, and it was kind of hard yeah. to pick which one. So, and see that's what, that's why I say for mine, it had to be I'm like attitude era, no matter what, like. Because I could have went against the grain and said like The Rock or like, or or whatever. But I definitely think that if there was anybody that drew them as much money and pretty much if there they wouldn't have probably been able to survive, was probably Stone Cold. I definitely think that he had to be mentioned on the thing. Like, and it's funny how like I talked about like how Hulk Hogan. I didn't want to mention that because like I knew somebody else was going to mention it, but like. I just knew, hands down, like the two main stars that were out of the Attitude Era had to have been Stone Cold and The Rock. Granted, there was like Undertaker and fucking, there was like a shit ton of dudes, like Edge and Christian and Undertaker. Yeah, and there was. So many people but those, even Shawn Michaels, well, even though that he retired like halfway in it or like a part way into it. Well, there it, was Mankind, there was like Triple H, there was Kane, all within that. Era, era. Oh yeah, yeah and I could have easily said that mankind, knowing that he's like my favorite one, I could have easily you, said that fucking mankind was on it, right? You could have pulled like the because hell I should have justified. In mankind. all honesty, I should have put mankind on here, like as my pick, just because he is like one of my top five, like ultimate, like favorite wrestlers, right? Yeah, he's one of mine. I I was just thinking, granted, like if there was gonna put him on there, out of all the people, I would say that Stone Cold had to be like the one go-to person. Yeah, and and that's where (laughs) that's where my from that perspective for Attitude Era, which to me was through what two thousand two. Um. Yeah. It it would have to be. It would have to be my pick was Stone Cold, but I had a hard time picking either him or The Rock. Just like you were just talking yeah, about. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. I was going yeah. back and forth, and then I was just like, who had more of the impact throughout it's, the years and more memorable things that happened? And I was like, I mean, it had to have been Stone Cold. Like, Rock did a lot of great things. Like, a lot of his promos were hilarious and stuff like that. But He did, but like, one of the things was, who was involved in all the stuff with Vince? And that's where I kind of go with, you know, like I said with Hulk Hogan, you know who the ones being pushed was. It was Hulk Hogan. At the yeah. time, Bret Hart was being pushed, but it was more Shawn Michaels being pushed during that time because even the Montreal screw job was, you know, the it was equal keel, but the one that was in line was Shawn Michaels. And then Attitude Era, it was Stone Cold that was involved primarily for the vast majority I, of that after he flipped from being ringmaster at King of the Ring. Um, oh, yeah. I have to say that it was Austin defined. Well, the, and he it's even, kind of weird. well, Austin he defined even defined later era, uh, later yeah, people still, in later eras, too. Like, they would do things that he did during that era, and I'll get to that when we get further, but. That's where mine came from, where my delineating factor over the rock was for Stone Cold was just the overall impact he had compared to The Rock. I don't think The Rock had as big of an impact on WWE as Stone Cold did. Oh, yeah. I have to say I agree with that because I think if it wasn't for Austin and 316 and everything blowing up, I really don't think WWF would have survived. Well, you think, of, well, you think about today. Yeah, I, I mean, think about today. The whole Vince... Stone Cold dynamic that happened back then, they still try to copy it now. 
They're just not doing it with Vince. Oh, yeah. They're doing the it with they've Shane. Tried, they've tried and, to copy yeah. it like three damn and times. So, I mean, it's – so The Rock never did that. And even, so – no, he never. The Rock really was just the Rock was mainly good on promos, and like Josh said, he was a good wrestler. But I would say that overall storylines, The Rock wasn't necessarily involved in a lot that I could say that. Yeah, but he, like and like a lot of memorable yeah, that I, stuff. I mean, really, like it was Chris Jericho coming out, and then he was making fun of him. It was him making fun of practically everyone on the roster, mm-hmm. right? Him making fun of Billy but, Gunn kind of. Th- well, Gunn, that's what so. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Most <laughs> of the memorable shit that I remember from The Rock is all how he fucking completely decimated people while talking to them. Like he would yeah. just destroy their character in an instant. Like no matter who he was talking to, and it happened throughout his whole career. But like. Huge impact and stuff like Stone Cold came out and shot beer at people. Fucking was the first person that stunned Vince McMahon. Like had a major league feud. Like the main thing about mankind kind of getting over too, as like uh, his Mick Foley persona was like the hospital bed incident too. Like there's so many that's good. They introduced Mr. Sacco, I think. Dude, that, that's what I'm saying. Like there was so many damn good things that, like the cement in the car thing. There was so many good incidents that happened with Stone Cold that you don't have with The Rock and some of the other people. Like I did it for The Rock. That's like the that's <laughs> like the main that. one that I remember, <laughs> right? And uh, then, uh, well, oh, so that's why I knew that he was a shoe in. So, like, did everyone in agreement pick Stone Cold for this? Yeah, one? And yeah. I, I think if it, there would be no WWE without that, that's Cold what I'm saying. It's like same with like right, Hogan, right? right? Now, like, yeah. I completely understand people doing this shit, but they wouldn't have gotten and there would be no WrestleMania without Hogan, like, to yeah. be honest, right? So, like. I completely understand it. Now, this was where it was tough for me, right? There's, like, way too many. Because, like, Ruthless ruthless Aggression Era had a lot. Like, Attitude Era was, like, it it was tough picking between some people to a certain degree. But, like, Ruthless Aggression Era, holy shit, they had so many people. And I'm not fucking mentioning Brock Lesnar. People will be like, oh my God, try to mention him. But he's not even on my list anymore. There were so many. He's not on my, like, like he wasn't even in my thought process. He's not on my list. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, there were so many, like, that were huge then. Like John Cena, Angle, Eddie Guerrero, which I don't want to even mention, like, Chris Benoit, but we have to mention his wrestling ability and everything else. Rey Mysterio. There's so many people that you could pick from, right? And that's why I was like, fuck, man. And, like, I was having such a hard time with this. And that's why I think I'm going to add, like, another one onto my list just because of that. Yeah, I have two. But my main one is probably going to be different than everybody here. (laughs) Well, let's just start differently, and I'll just ask for you. Okay, so for Ruthless Aggression, which to me was the end of attitude to about 2008. My pick was Kurt Angle. And yeah, this is because if it wasn't for him, there would be no John Cena. Uh, but he also yeah, rode the coattails yeah. and it, I don't think it was expected because he did shit. And that's where I was kind of pointing to that stone cold did the, one of the funniest things he ever did was when he came out with the milk truck and he shot, and he, oh, shot yeah. he shot the milk. <laughs> you know, instead of Stone Cold doing the beer, you know, he was big in the whole health thing at the time, and he shot milk. At, but he also did the hat thing when he played the damn when it, the little hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. A During lot of this good time, the, he had the, all the wrestling yeah, pieces. To me, he had all the. He was the main guy at the time that was on TV constantly. Now. The oh, second yeah. one to and me, he went through a huge but this was also too. why I had a second one with Undertaker. This was the time that I feel Undertaker was the biggest yeah. because he had all the different, this was about the time that he had all the different angles. Like he, 
the America. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give me one second, guys. Like the the American badass and and the uh, the Ministry of Darkness stuff and the uh, I think that was during this time that he did oh, all yeah. of that. So those were the two biggest guys at this time. I think it was too early for John Cena to be considered, and Triple H could be up there too. But um, well, I mean, still, but I would say Kurt Angle was, was like, mine. He would still be in the picture, but yeah, like I understand Kurt Angle, and I was going between them both. But then, and like, yeah, like Undertaker was around in Attitude Era, and he had like I think the corporate ministry and the Ministry of Darkness stuff happened around the Attitude Era, like at the very end of it. But still, like he ended up doing the American Badass thing, where like he was doing the same gimmick for the longest time, and he changed it up. I think he did some of his best work in the Ruthless Aggression era. I mean, I still loved him in Attitude Era, but, like, you could tell, like, he was vying for a position then, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, he was vying for his position on the card to, like, be a top guy, but then there were so many fucking I think it was just a little early for some of these guys to be considered, you know, like John Cena, you could say Randy Orton, Edge, Brock Lesnar, like you were talking about. It was just a little early. And Batista too. Like you can mention him too, but that's like them growing from it. Right. That's why I I have to say Undertaker is my, my pick just because this is where he went like full tilt and this was the starting of the the streak i think when they really started mentioning the streak on tv and stuff like during wrestlemania and all that stuff and that's when they started and i think you should still lump in the and close to the end of the era matches and all that stuff like when he was doing his fire ass matches with Shawn michaels and shit at the time i would still lump that in with this too because he was starting to be on wrestling a lot less like over the years that's why i think that most of the, like no matter what undertaker had to be my pick for this one just because yeah he did great stuff that like in the 90s and stuff but like nobody could top stone cold at the time but like this was like definitely like if there was two main guys and had to been or actually i should say three eddie guerrero Kurt Angle and uh, Undertaker was like the main ones. And then it was like building of the next generation, which was Orton, Batista. Uh, I mean, we could have mentioned Triple H here too, but like, uh, and I really enjoyed Triple H, but nobody could fucking touch uh, Undertaker. And he wasn't like selfish like Triple H was and seemed like during his time when he was World Heavyweight Championship, where he was taking all the titles, and then he had a stranglehold on the belt and all that stuff. Like, I would so totally mention him, too, but, like, I'm definitely by far, like, it, Undertaker is, like, my top. <laughs> Mine, I mean, you can make it, I, I agree with the argument for the uh, Undertaker. Um, even um, Chris Benoit, with it, it, the, unfortunately the tragedy that struck, like, tarnished his reputation, he would be a good pick. I honestly wanted to do something a little bit different with this one, and this is just because I love him even back in WCW. But I went with Eddie. Yeah. Um, and and I went I, one because it's already a bunch of white dudes. Let's throw some Latino heat up there. Uh, two, uh, mostly because Eddie deserves it. I think um, anyone we've mentioned actually would deserve this type of honor. But let Eddie Guerrero really went from like mid-card nothing to Latino Heat to lie, cheat, and steal and became a main eventer. And before and that's the only oh, problem yeah. I and, couldn't pick because I don't so think like, he was in that position long enough. That was my only thought is I think he passed oh, yeah. away. Well, obviously, he passed away way too young. I mean, he was younger than I am now, I think, when he yeah. died. But uh, he just wasn't in that from my perspective, I thought about him too. My my thing was he just wasn't in that position long enough. And like, Oh yeah. And if he would have still I, been yeah. alive, he would have probably been like, and like, and that's what I wonder about. Right. Like if you would have still been alive, Chris Jericho or Chris Benoit, probably, I don't know if like the same thing would have happened with Chris Benoit. And then uh, what's it called? Also at the same time, 
do you even know if John Cena would be even a thing then? Or if it would have been like way later down the road, like he wouldn't have been like the top man at the time, you know, like that's the thing is like you sit there and think about some of these these things and you could tell like at the time they made it a big deal because he was a big deal, right? Like anybody that like they even got a feud and got a title belt on Rey Mysterio because of how over he was and how good of a talent he was and everything else it's like how much he ended up doing for the industry at the time that even impacted a lot of other people so like that's why i totally understand how all of us have different branching like people for this one (laughs) because really on the ruthless aggression i definitely think that these three are the like the top people like i i love denny guerrero like i said even back when he was in wcw I used, because, you know, I started in the Attitude Era, and I used to watch WCW and see Eddie Guerrero, and I'm like, man, you need to go to the WWF where they'll use you better. Because, you know, like, even even if you, as a casual watcher of Nitro, you could tell that some of these guys were never going to move up. So I just kind of always loved Eddie Guerrero. I didn't care for his mullet, <laughs> but, uh, what, like, but I, I loved Eddie Guerrero. Hey, and, I and he him. got custody of Dominic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> And he got, yeah, he was the father. He was the father of Dominic. He's your daddy now. I totally forgot about that. But um, he, (laughs) yeah, I was thinking about that while you were talking about. I was like, I mean, he was in some shit programs too with the whole Dominic and Raymond. Oh yeah. But I, I, I did Eddie Guerrero. Um, The only pick I have left is for the modern era, and I kind of consider that the PG era even through now. And there's only one pick that I would pick for that. And you're probably not going to any of They're going to be like John Cena. Yeah, it's yeah. actually John yeah. Cena. Because it's sad because even – I love Kevin Owens. I love Daniel Bryan. But no one personifies the PG era and Fruity Pebbles quite like John Cena. And even today, John Cena, even though you can't see him, is still a polarizing figure of talent within the world wrestling entertainment. And so I think my modern pick is going to be John Cena. I think See, this I was is me. I, I broke like, it up uh, a, a lot on this part. This is where my additional ones came yeah, from. Yeah, like see like See, that's what I was thinking about doing too. Was that I was sitting there and I was like, uh, after ruthless because I only feel PG like, era was about the 2011. Because I was figuring adding two, right? I was figuring adding, adding to having two. And this was because of uh, the stuff before John Cena or, like, around the same time. Like, I guess they call it, like, the PG era, but then there was a, a part where they called it the yeah, that's, reality era. that's kind of how I broke it up. So that's, that's where I said I had a PG so, era that was about to 2011, but, and then what I would call the, the reality yeah. era to about 2016, and then current, which would be... Uh, yeah. See, that's why I figured I was going to mention because mine, of course, because I figured somebody the was going to mention John Cena. Because, of course, John Cena. But mine has to be CM Punk, no matter what <laughs> it is. M- motherfuckers sold out more shit. Like, like anybody that proves that they didn't want him to be in the top spot and still fucking made it to the top spot at one point. And held one of the longest damn title belt uh, things for the longest fucking time, four hundred and thirty-four days. I think that's what, how long it was. Yeah, they they kind of screwed up that story. Well, that's what I'm saying. Play. Otherwise, oh, it'd have been like five hundred days or some they, shit. Because like the yeah, beginning of that damn off. shit was stupid as fuck. Who gives a shit? Yeah, like they, I loved Kevin Nash back in the fucking nineties, right? I loved Kevin Nash back in the nineties. The powerbomb was fucking the yeah. shit, but. But yeah, nobody wanted to see him shit. feud with CM Punk. No one. No nobody. one. If you're going to do it, do Triple H. For, like, do like a version of the fucking thing with like Vince and Stone Cold. Because that's why, that's why I felt like to me was the same thing. As, like, CM Punk's always been like, if there was a dream match that Stone Cold should come back for, it would be against CM Punk. Just because they have the same type of aura where the, it's like... 
they do and like how you we were saying like I'm the voice of the voiceless and stuff like that. And I think we talked about this prior in the CM Punk episode where he like already had that anti-authoritative uh, type of stuff or his aura for it, right? Where he was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you tell me. I'm going to do what I want, right? And that's why I always thought that he was like that. And even when the promo can't, like, that's one of the most memorable moments, like, especially to me, there were so the many memorable bomb. moments yeah. in a shit year of wrestling. In a shit year of wrestling, there were so many good spots that, like, I'm one of the only people when they, uh, like, because they had the whole, like, even with Kevin Nash showing up and stuff like that, like, where he would go off on literally anybody, like, talking about, like, uh, uh, Stephanie has Triple H's panties in a jar or whatever the fuck he said, and then he was like, oh, yeah, she's got your balls in a jar. And all this sh- other shit that he would talk about on every single promo that he did after the pipe bomb bro- promo, which is essentially him shitting on the company, but then still trying to make it seem like he's just like a hated dude. But yeah, the the cool thing about the pipe bomb was that it was like a work shoot. Like, well, you could tell like, it was a work shoot. He was like, "Oh, I don't even hate you," and this and that. And even when he was talking about the stuff. When he was talking about it in the thing, he was, like, hating on the fans, right? He was like, yeah, you guys are the problem, the ones that are cheering me right now, like, doing this shit. Because you guys buy this shit all the time, and you just, like, keep paying for this shit, even though that you don't like it. That type of shit. That's why I thought, like, it resonated with me. I was always a fan of CM Punk, but, like, I knew that just because I thought... CM Punk should have been a bigger name than he was, and then it was just all John Cena. And so Randy what? Orton that's actually time. funny. Yeah, because... I, 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 uh, I can't disagree with you picking CM Punk because I really yeah. love Punk too. I just, I just had to uh, pick John Cena. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's just that I tried to, see, you know, who defined the era, and as much as I love Punk, and I think he did do a lot of defining of that era. It was really yeah. John Cena because of, and it's not it's not CM Punk's fault. It's oh, WWE. Yeah. They oh, are yeah. the ones. It's they're the ones who defined it by by Cena, and that's why I picked it. You know, but um, I can definitely see CM Punk being up there. He would definitely be a good pick. Well, and who did you pick, Jeremy? Well, it's a it's a good. Uh, can you hear me now? Diabetes card. Yeah, it's a good it's yeah. a good segue because, like I said, I broke this section up into like three different eras. So you guys already mentioned two of them, but anyways, the PG era I consider from 2008 to about 2011, and my pick for that era was John Cena. <laughs> yeah, so so then I had the reality era where I actually picked what Josh just talked about. I picked CM Punk for 2011 to about 2016 when he left. That was about the yeah the, the segue for that. And then I would consider the new era from you know 2016 to now. And that person that I picked would be AJ Styles for for current. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I could I could see what you because people, because yeah. from that standpoint, yeah, most people would pick Roman. But uh, but I think he's being pushed. No, I don't think anybody's. I don't. Think well, I mean, that would be the other person that people honestly, would pick. But like, but that's like the one. Yeah, where, like, if you go on our my logic from previously, like who defined that era? You know, you could say Roman Reigns was involved in everything, but that's because Big Man's pushing him. AJ's making the era to me. I mean. SmackDown is the house that AJ built, you know, and he really, he really did when they went live and he was like the focus. Have you all noticed that SmackDown is generally better than raw? To to a degree. I think it floats between it. So I think whoever's writing for whatever. Yeah. I mean, from a perspective, AJ has been at the top of the card everywhere he's went. So he's flipped between raw and SmackDown and he keeps, 
doing, and he keeps reinventing shit. Like right now, he's with that big ass dude. Well, what also at the same time, almost, he, he was a almost. top guy in three different uh, promote. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So his uh, manservant or bodyguard. Well, that's why I say, like, I, I, I get what you mean because it's like he, he was a, a top guy in all three different promotions that he was in. I think he might have been in other stuff, but the known ones. WWE, well, for me, it's just wrestling Impact, ability. Like, like you were talking no, about with I mean, Randy like, Savage what, during Hulk Hogan. That's my opinion with yeah. AJ now. I I don't feel that. Yeah, I feel and that I he's totally one agree. of the better wrestlers now, and his promos don't suck. I think that's what Ran- Roman is getting better at promos. And his, but his breath, but yeah, but his wrestling tends to be the same rhythm. every match. Like there's a there's there's a he Roman way of wrestling, and pretty match. much the other person has to conform to what he's doing in the ring. In AJ matches, it's kind of the opposite. And what I notice is that anybody that wrestles with AJ puts on a good match, regardless of who they are. Oh yeah. But that, yeah, AJ can wrestle. Yeah, and that's why I say if I was gonna do it, because like I thought that AJ Styles would be too easy to pick too, like just because he's just obviously great. That's why I broke it out the way right? I did because I felt there was different my times other, during yeah. this particular. Yeah, and mine is kind of like a future thing too, where it's just like I could see like him being a top guy at one point if things were a little bit different. Like if like Roman uh, got injured like permanently and then he couldn't do it, I would think that they would do. Like Kevin Owens to me is like, I mean, to the same coin uh, on the same mirrors kind of AJ. Like he always does good matches. Like I barely ever see him do bad matches, and most of the time, if I do see bad matches, yeah, it's I agree. Like I told you, Kevin Owens is probably overall my favorite wrestler, but impact on the era yeah. I don't think is as big as AJ's. Though, oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, this is mine oh, okay, for like yeah. my future pick too. Like if if like in five or ten years or some shit, like uh then they would give him the reins because I mean, there's so many good like talent out there, right? Like they've been pushing Roman and Seth like super high. Seth needs right? to go away. But like, I don't know, <laughs> huh? I can't stand Seth Rollins. I but... like Seth oh, Rollins, man. but well, well, I I don't care for his character, but I, I now I'm it's kind of different. It's not the Monday Night Messiah thing. It's like something different where he's feuding with Cesaro and well, Shinsuke. he's now the. Like, the but, uh, self-proclaimed leader of SmackDown. <laughs> he, yeah, which, which is which kind is of the kind Monday of like, Night Messiah yeah, thing, but different. <laughs> it, that's why I said mm-hmm. it's like, come on with something already. But I guess, you know. Yeah. That could be that could be creative, though. They might be making... I mean, he probably has some sway now in what he does. But... I don't know. Yeah. So, do you know of one you would pick for for like a future star? I guess for you and Joe, like that you could just come off off of the top of your dome. A uh, future star, I would probably do Kevin Owens, um, even though he's not. I would say Kevin Owens should be uh, if they were to do like another one or keep expanding it. I would add probably Kevin Owens. Uh, you could almost put. Uh, I want to, you know, part of me wants to say Braun Strowman, just how he got over with everyone, but he's not really someone. The crowd gets behind him, but not like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens got to do something that most superstars don't get to do. He got to put his hands on Vince McMahon. Yeah, that is true. Um, that's and that's and mostly so that's, and Shane McMahon. <laughs> And Shane McMahon. So, like, so I I would say Kevin Owens, even though he's not really a younger talent, he's kind of like... Yeah, you know, he's been wrestling for a, a while, years, yeah. But he's been wrestling for a while. I would say KO. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the current roster. Uh, no one out of the metal superstars 
because and it's not because they don't deserve it. It's because they won't let them excel. Cesaro, if they like, would just let him be Cesaro. I think he would be super more over than he already is. Uh, there, I think there a lot of the people are being held back. Oh yeah, and it's so like Andrade. It, they just said that Andrade was asking for his release. I'm like, dude, what yeah, are you, what are you guys? I mean, I knew that they were going to reject it. It seems like that's a like. Today, now, it seems like WWE is just like any other company. It's like the Amazon of wrestling kind of thing. Or, like, yeah. not so much Amazon, but, like, maybe the Walmart. of <laughs> Because they're, like, uh, or, like, uh, because it's, like, you keep hearing, it's, like, they're banning thigh slaps now. It's, like, when was that a yeah. fucking thing? I thought that they said it's that because, they added uh, had to add noise whenever you kick somebody. Period. Anyway, because like when Shawn Michaels does sweet chin music, he always well, slaps that's what his I'm thigh, saying. Which is it doesn't make sense to be banning it now. No, it's <laughs> like WWE is doing some stupid shit, and that's why it's really hard to think of anyone. But if I were to pick someone outside of like the box for future star, and it's odd that I'll, I'll name two, and they're both actually women. And he'll say Natalia. I would say, <laughs> no, you, well, you know I love Natalia, but no, um, I would say Asuka and Becky Lynch. Yeah, I definitely think that, like, if anybody, like, if we did a women's uh, one, yeah, like, yeah, Let's, Becky Lynch would have to be up there. I mean, like, a lot of people will say, like, Charlotte, but, like, that yeah, whole that Becky whole shit with Becky man. and fucking Rhonda, holy shit! She was destroying her on Twitter like every day, and that's mostly Becky why it was, was so intriguing to see the damn wrestling match. And definitely didn't live up to expectations. I mean, it was a good match, but still, I, I think the problem with that is because they made it like a triple threat for. Yeah, both it would have been better if like when they it should have just been Becky versus Rhonda. They, what they should have done is Becky versus Ronda, Charlotte with a rematch with Asuka. And I think people would have been okay with that rematch because then you could have had Asuka go over But hey, we're going to go over Charlotte now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's if Asuka can wrestle because she Oh, yeah, supposedly Custer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Concuster. Like, um, but I would pick Asuka and I'd pick Becky Lynch because last year. In 2019, like when I was at WrestleMania 35, nobody was more over than Becky Lynch, um, except for maybe Kofi Kingston. Uh, Kofi, like, I would actually I would add him to the list, even though Kofi's not really like a youngster anymore. Um, Kofi is someone that they definitely need to cut the chains on and let him let him go. I think there would definitely be potential for another Kofi Mania type thing with him and the same with maybe how many gonna Dude, how, how many did you how many guys got no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well he he asked if there's anyone but they just those two popped in my head. I would say the the five that I named I think are good future states, especially Becky Lynch, Oscar, Kevin Owens. Unfortunately WWE's gonna tie up Kofi Well Kofi. I'm gonna go way out of the box. You well, guys didn't ask me mine. Well, mine's not what, even in WWE. One? Mine's in AEW currently. Yep, Darby Allen. Darby yep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Darby Allen. Darby Allen's my pick. I think that dude's going to go far. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to uh, go he, far. Like, no matter what. Apparently, they're comparing him to Jeff yeah. Hardy. Well, I mean, if you see and any of his Jeff matches, Hardy. then you'll understand. Like, dude, even Jeff like, like, even at AEW when he did this move where, like, he, he jumped he off the wall, off, he, like, elbow dropped he, somebody. Yeah. yeah, he jumped off a wall and coffin dropped somebody, which is just like uh, laying back. It's kind of like a senton, but he's not looking at where he's landing, <laughs> like, where he just like, like jumps backwards and lands on the dude. I need to watch, dude. I'm telling you, you should. Did, it's so I did dope. Like, what I. I did like, yeah, I if did you like WCW, uh, uh, now that J- Joe, uh, it's like, there. I, I mean, <laughs> but I, I can't call it. Actually, I think it could ultimately be better um, because of the way they're not well, just solely I, relying I on the old guys. That's what I like about it. 
Yeah, well, and like a lot of people are um, shitting think... on them with the old guys thing, but also at the same time, like I think that they're being very respectful. They are. They're actually the showing them guys. as they're old guys. Like them... That's what I actually like about it. Yeah, that that's what, yeah. yeah. Like instead of being like, hey Goldberg, like Sting is basically match, pushing know, like, Darby Allen like, right now. That's what he's doing. Oh yeah, and that's why they did the yeah, street fight. I mean, that they did it that way and protected him where he wasn't like doing a whole bunch yeah, of shit. I I I think they should like. I think they're probably using the older guys right because that's what it feels like. Although I would like to see Christian do more than like old guys. Well, it looks like his... he's gonna go against well, Kenny at one point because they did some. But, they teased something but, the other day. I guess like the reason he went to AEW is because they. I don't. I think it's because they offered him behind the scenes stuff. Like they're gonna let him work with the guys. Well, I'm sure really that that's like, what he's gonna be doing, and reading, that's the, and that's yeah, just gonna help the younger talent, right? And. Yeah, he wants to work with them and stuff. Plus, he wants to also be a performer, yeah. kind of like Big Show or Paul Paul White. He's he's like wrestling, but he's also doing behind the scenes. And I gotta kind of like if we're mentioning AEW, I should at least talk about like uh, I'm like hopefully Eric Redbeard. I think uh, that's his name that he's going by right now. Like hopefully he does well in this stuff, and I definitely think that they didn't give him anything to do like of note in WWE and hopefully they do a lot with him in that, the future is that Rowan you know but like he's yeah that's what, I think that's Beard. what he's going by right now is Eric Redbeard <laughs> sorry yeah, I, think that, I think that's what he said sorry that's, on his Twitter or that's funny because he's got a red beard he, but it's... Yeah, it's, it's goofy as hell yeah but that's why that's why I thought it was funny but like I, I would like if I'd have marked my future people for AEW, if you would have had like the top heels that they would have had, Brody Lee would have been number one. Like Brody Lee, if he didn't pass away just recently, he would have been number one for their top guys. Other than MJF and stuff like that, I definitely think MJF is going to be like a permanent heel for them. I don't think that they're like, I don't think that there's any way that they could turn MJF. Into yeah. not a fucking dick face, <laughs> right? I think that's the yeah. worst for him is being a dick face could, permanently. I don't think he. I don't think he could. Ever well, that, be a that's face. what I'm saying. Certain people <laughs> just don't have. Well, I to feel be, that way uh, for Randy uh, Orton. Like I certain think... people, it's like. Well, that's what I'm saying. He should yeah, never Randy be Orton a fucking be face. Either. I mean, granted, even though that most of his face stuff is mostly him just being himself, it's just. I mean, Randy Orton as a face is just Randy Orton. That's what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But like, but like, and, that, and that's the main thing for me. They have so much damn talent at, at AEW that, like, I have to mention. I hope that in the next, like, I would say in the next five years, John Silver would be like a huge guy. Sure, he is small, right? But, like, if there's any promotion that's probably going to push him, like, kind of high on the totem pole. Or give him a chance to at least try, it would be AEW. Because you know that if he would go to and WWE, they wouldn't do shit with him. Like Andrade, holy shit, that motherfucker has so much damn talent. Same with Aleister Black. It looks like because the stuff with yeah, uh, like Zelina Vega, by. it looks he's like they ain't going to be doing nothing with him, which is fucked up. But like, yeah, they're gonna, he's gonna be I definitely know out. for sure. I'm just making this a prediction anyway while we're talking about it. Miro is gonna end up having that damn AEW belt probably in the next like two years. Within the next two years, he's probably gonna be AEW championship or a champion. I, I know that for a fact. The way that he was doing that slutty fucking shit, like with Jim Cornette on Twitter, like I was like, dude, <laughs> if he does promos like fucking that. Where they uh, they build a story around like where th- he's and people are making fun of his friends and he's like I'm gonna fucking destroy you. That's an easy way of turning them face in a moment, right? And I, they could do the same I with love, Kip Sabian and I shit with this Miro. stuff because like that thing, I was just like I felt his conviction when he just said it on Twitter. You could tell he had that emotion in there, and I was like, dude, if you do that on wrestling. Like, whoever you're wrestling against, there ain't no way that they ain't going to push you to the moon. And WWE, uh, WWE uh, damn, 
WWE should have done that shit with him. Miro, like, remember the John Cena flagpole on the flag match? Yeah. Uh, that Rusev should have won that, or Miro should have won that. Um, they should not have had John Cena go over him. Well, they, they had so many opportunities to build him up as this monster heel, and he didn't have to be a monster like Braun Strowman flipping over trucks and shit. But they, he was a missed opportunity, and I think, I think if you're gonna do like a, a, a AEW Mount Rushmore. I think if you if they do the right, yeah, me and Josh either had a conversation about yeah. that on and the, I definitely, either Rev, on the last podcast or it was just a conversation in general. But I know we talked about the same thing. Like they ruined it with going away from the whole Rusev yeah. Day thing, even. But even before that, they. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And he, he was he, talking about that shit just, too. Like I heard him like talking he got about that it. So or over. no, it wasn't him. It was Aiden English or uh, Matt Reholt. I think that's how he's what he's going by right now. Like he was on uh, a Cultaholic Straight to Hell episode series. Highly recommended. It. It's super awesome. Like, just it sounds like he just and talks about whatever, right? And he was talking about like how they were doing the Rusev Day thing. And they were trying to push to get turned, right? Because everything that was working, and it was like they were permanently trying to like interfere to keep him from doing it because Vince had it in his head that's the character he needed to be, like you know the foreign heel shit. Like, that's who he thought of, so he didn't that, push that him any, uh, anywhere. And I could see that. that well, it's played like, out if they don't play it saying. right. Like, like actually have him destroy out. people and become the champ, yeah. not just freaking lose to John Cena. Yeah. Dude, like, the way that they yeah, did the I last match that yeah. they did yeah. on AEW, right? It was Kip Sabian and them, right? And, like, it was a tag team match. And... He did 90% of the work and then fucking lost or no, like they barely lost or, or they won the match. But like you could tell that if, if he wasn't in there, they would have probably lost. Right. If Kip Sabian would have went against Orange Cassidy or whatever. Now I'm intrigued with the next match that they're doing where it's like they're doing another tag team match, but then they have video games all around the ring and then they have to like, uh, supposedly, if they lose the match, then I think uh, Chuck Taylor has to be his uh, butler again for life or something. And then I forgot what the other stipulation is. I think it's like probably like Miro has to leave Kip or some shit. I'm sh- uh, I don't know if they specified it, but like it sounds dope. I mean, it's something different that they don't do every day. Like. The, doing it with video games where his whole gimmick is like, hey, I like to play video games and I like to win championships, you know. I like to be the best man. It works for his character, especially right now. So I'm intrigued with what they do. So hopefully if they do everything right, he's going to be AEW champion. Like, uh, I don't know who he'll win it from, but like... But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want I want Mirror to do well. I want them to like push him to the moon, and just because I thought he deserved it back in the day, so hey, I, kind of, um, I still think he deserves it. Well, it would be funny but, if like uh, like uh, what's he called? If AEW and Tony Khan snatch up any of the talent that WWE gets rid of, and then they do something so much better with them. Like I mean, people I shit on them a lot, but. Still, I think they're being very respectful and they're trying things that is a little bit different from like what they used to do 20 years ago. Yeah, the only reason I call like I would call it WCW as it like Monday Nitro, that's just because they brought back like Tony Schiavone as you know, and then the set's like really dark. And have you noticed that Nitro was always darker than WWE, but WWF was like really bright. Oh yeah, and so that's why I call it Nitro because it has a lot of feel, a lot of the feel that Nitro had. And at the beginning, let's face it, Nitro was Nitro was good, um, no complaints. But you know, booking the, was shit the, at one point. Down. That's a uh, booking was when shit. they kept the title yeah, belt yeah. on Hogan for a lot of the run. That's when it was like, but they also did like a lot of good things. But 
I might as well end the podcast here. Yeah, we do want to talking like over thank hour, everybody that got us to the but, thousand plays that we've gotten to. Yeah. Kids. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And hopefully, like you. Yeah, you considering we've only been doing this doing. about a year. Yeah. I just want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like on the ninth. It was a year. I think that was when we. But I mean, we've basically been doing them once a month ever. Around the pay per views, we were doing a few of those. During AEW, but for the most part, we've done about twelve podcasts, twelve, thirteen podcasts, something like that. But. Yeah, I think total we've done like. Is it that many on the wrestling one? With that, yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't remember how many, but like I know it's been a lot, a lot, like a lot more uh, than I expected. I gotta look look up when I did the first sci fi grade. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, we just want to say thank you for listening to it, especially if you made it. Yeah, keep continuing and send it to your friends. I hope you enjoyed it. They send it to their friends and yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, like they say on YouTube. And like enjoy the at these uh, <laughs> four bro- like uh, all of us brothers like talking about bullshit for like ever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's too willy yeah. to Yep. <laughs> so uh, what's it called? So for that, I guess I don't even know what it's the next a, podcast fast will line be. next I think week, it's, right? Uh, fast lane, I think, is next week. Yeah, I think so. Which I, I <laughs> hopefully it's another hour and a half one. I don't want it. To, I don't want it to be three hours because I'm probably not going to enjoy it. I mean, probably the Roman Daniel Bryan match is going to be fucking dope, though. Supposedly Edge is going to be the special referee or something. I'm definitely thinking that Jay Uso ain't going to win the match. You know, like you know, because they're going to build up to to that match, and, and I definitely don't think that Daniel Bryan's going to be winning you know like which is kind of disappointing but still i mean it is what it is yeah as, as cool as it would be to have daniel bryan have another run but i think he's trying to go be a part-time well runner. i don't know for sure but uh, i just uh, i would have much preferred daniel bryan winning the royal rumble than edge but i know what story that they're trying to tell so whatever but they're using Edge to put over. Um, yep, pretty much. But for all of us at the Heart of Geek, we will t- and talk to you guys in the See next episode. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the Willies.